Hey everybody, this is Curtis from the podcast letting you know that we're sponsored by Twitch. Twitch is a community where people can watch a cat play a piano or you can watch somebody play a video game. That's a regular thing too. There's a lot of amazing content on Twitch and you can find content creators that fit what you like to watch. And if you don't quite find what you're looking for, start streaming it yourself. We hope that you're going to love the world of Twitch because it's such an inviting world with tons to offer and there's really no limit to what the imagination brings. Check out Twitch today. and welcome back to the three angry gamers podcast despite there only being two of us this week that's okay i'm guessing dennis probably forgot we were recording we haven't recorded it in such a long time that i don't blame him he probably is like life's gonna go on i know it's been it's been a long break yeah uh with me as always jamie jamie how was your holidays you've got a mild victory to celebrate yeah, uh, they were pretty good. I managed to snag a PS5, so that, you know, was the bright uh, spot in my holidays. Other than that, it was pretty quiet, pretty chill, just hanging out around the house. Nice. Eating food. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much it. My break was mostly not working, uh, drinking, and playing video games, because that's yep. all you could do. We were in a lockdown here, so they were saying, like, you can't go over to your friend's house, your family's house. You can't really go out much. And, uh, you know, when you tell everyone you got to stay inside, people are going to do the thing that people do when they're forced to stay inside, which is drink and play video games. So <laughs> that was uh, my holiday break. And, you know, wasn't probably ideal, but it was it turned out to be not as terrible as it could have been, I suppose. So, mm-hmm. um, Yeah. We are just going to dive into the news here. There was a lot of stuff to talk about, especially for Star Wars and Lucas stuff, but we'll get to that in a bit. First off, let's talk about the no-cost games. I don't call them free games because technically for some of them you're paying a service fee, but still. Um, PlayStation Plus for the month of January, you get Maneater, which is a shark simulation game. Uh, Shadow of the Tomb Raider and Greedfall are all included there so pretty good month pretty good start to the year for playstation plus uh i know i've added all of them to my library i've played through both man eater and shadow of the tomb raider greedfall is the only one that i haven't played but yeah that's uh it's like a rpg with like my it's kind of like bloodborne looking right like but yeah. not quite Somewhere yeah. between Bloodborne and Skyrim. Yeah, that's what it felt Something like Something like me. that, yeah. yeah. It looks okay. I don't know if it's on PS4. Oh, yeah, it is PS4 as well. Yeah. I added it to my thing. I, don't, I haven't even tried to install on my PS4. I'm still not on the PS5 train. I was telling you before we started recording, I actually had one in my cart. I paid for it, and then they emailed me back saying that the order couldn't be fulfilled, and I was like, I'm done with this. <laughs> that, is, that is disappointing. I had I had a almost win and then I and uh and then I was about ready to give up same way because I uh, Sony was like selling them directly like at their website so you'd have to like get in this like fake line and uh, sit there and wait and then you they'd like slowly let people in to buy them on their website uh, I was doing it my friends were a couple of my friends were doing it and like two of my buddies actually got one that way and then I did not and I was like all right well I think I'm done. So then finally I got one at Target because I just happened to be up late one day. But Yeah. Yeah. It's just kind of tough sometimes. So like I, I think I'm at the point now where I think I've got enough that I enjoy playing as is that I don't necessarily need this right now. Right. So 
I I'm okay with it, but I know eventually like I want it for Spider Man, particularly yeah, Spider Man Miles Morales and the uh, Demon Souls remake of the two games I want the most. So I think later on in the year it'll be more of a appealing thing to start looking for. But yeah, right now there's really only like the game. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> so yeah, no, hundred percent. Um. But yeah, so those are your free PlayStation Plus games. And then also as well, uh, Epic, well, did you grab any games from their like 15 days of free games or whatever over the holidays? I grabbed most of them. Uh, A couple of them were like repeats that I know I already had. And then there was like one or two that I think I had fatigue on logging in every day because I was just like, oh, man, I don't know if this is worth it. Uh, yeah, but I, I can't remember what they were, but they were like ones that were just like not super appealing, and either I or I had like maybe already gotten it on PlayStation or something like that uh, for a couple of them. But yeah, I, I got most of them. Okay, I haven't played any of them. <laughs> yeah, it's um, it, yeah, I got almost all of them. The one that I didn't get that I was the most disappointed by was Inside. Uh, that was the one I actually was like probably the most interested in, and that was the one that I didn't get because I just forgot to log in that day. I was like, "Fuck!" That's a bummer. That's a good game. Yeah. yeah. Um. But yeah, Battlefront Two is the free game for this week on Epic Game Store. Uh, pretty good game. Uh, don't buy into the negativity of that. They have improved that game. And they are giving away the Celebration Edition. If you're not aware, the Celebration Edition gives you all of the cosmetics. Uh, so the only thing you have to unlock, and you don't do it through paying anything, you just do it through play, is uh, some of the some of the more event-based skins, which are easily unlockable in a lot of cases, and then also as well some star cards to sort of improve your characters. So, yeah. I uh, would definitely recommend you play Battlefront 2. It's a fun game. There's a lot of mods on PC for that game, which I've been kind of rediscovering it. I was replaying it. Uh, and yeah, a lot of the mods are pretty fun in that. Like you can add like Ahsoka and characters they never got around to adding through uh, yeah. mods there. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I just saw like some, it was like a Rick and Morty mod or something stupid like that. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was amusing that they, someone took the time to do that. They had like Family Guy characters in it too, I think. So, yeah. Cool. Um, no, it, uh, all in all, I think is a good get. And then next week is going to be a game called Galactic Civilizations 3, which I've never heard of before. Hmm. Like Sounds a like a strategy game. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Set in space, but it'll be free, and the graphics look decent. So, sure, I'll I'll grab it. Obviously, it's free, but you know, a lot of times with these games, I just get them. They stay in my library. I I don't install them. So, yep. I feel like that might be the case for Galactic Civilizations Three, but we'll see. Um, yeah, let's uh. I'm going to reorder the news a little bit here because probably the biggest news is that Lucasfilm Games was reestablished. They used to be a thing and then they kind of faded away. And uh, depending on who you ask, this could be the biggest thing that's happened in quite some time or it's like, eh. But I think if you're a Star Wars games fan, it's a pretty big deal. Uh, because basically now they can start publishing games, not just with the EA, but with other publishing partners. There's already a few games announced. Um, and yeah, it's pretty wild. Uh, the two games that they announced were an Indiana Jones game by the creators of the Wolfenstein games, so machine games. And then, uh, over at Ubisoft, the developer behind The Division is working on an open-world Star Wars game. So, both of yeah. those are pretty wild. Um, yeah. I don't know. Like, what do you what do you make of all this? Are you excited that? It's... I mean, I'm excited for uh, the Machine Games, uh, Indiana Jones, and I mean, both of them are sound exciting to me. Uh, it's nice yeah. to see someone other than EA get a shot at making a Star Wars game for the first time in a while. Uh, I have some hope that maybe they'll bring like a fresh, you know, take on Star Wars since EA kind of like struggled a little bit, I think, to uh, 
hit the mark with some of their uh, games. And mo- I mean, there's a couple good ones, but there definitely were some others that they had a little less success with. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I don't know. I, the Indiana Jones one sounds really appealing to me. Uh, I know that we already have some Indiana Jones type games uh, out there with, you know, Uncharted and uh, uh, the hell is the other one? Tomb Raider. Yeah. Uh, but, like, I mean, they could do something like that or they could do something completely different. I don't know. Like, it, it doesn't feel like they would make a shooter for Indiana Jones, but, like, uh, more. Pro- I'm guessing it's going to be more of, like, a, you know, exploration, uh, platforming, puzzle type thing. So, it yeah. could be fun. That's what I'm kind of wondering. Like, honestly, the easiest thing for an Indiana Jones game was just make an Uncharted game, but with Indiana yeah. Jones. That would be, like, right. the easiest thing you could do. Um, but then it's also interesting because machine games is mostly made first person games. So could this be like a Indiana Jones first person shoot or adventure game? Like, yeah. Or is it going to be third person? I would like to see them do something first person, honestly, like differentiate it a little bit from uncharted and do first person. But then you could also do it where like, it's not just a shooter. There's like, you know, maybe some tra- traversal with the whip and other stuff. So there's some right. interesting stuff you could do. Um, the open world Star Wars game, I'm a little concerned about, if only because I don't want it to turn into Destiny. Like, I don't want this to be like some Destiny type <laughs> game where it's like, you know. It's exactly what it's going to be. <laughs> it's some open world game and it's just a bunch of like loot shooter or something like that. Like, I don't want that. I And. The division was sort of like that, and that's what causes me a little bit of concern. Like, I just don't want now, that. The only, like, if they do something where you can be, I mean, first off, I guess it depends on like what era are they going for. Are they going to go for like you know classic trilogy era? Are they going to go for like the you know way ahead of the prequels, kind of like how the old Republic stuff is, or it's going to be something completely different? I don't know. Um, but I mean, I guess like depending on what they pick there, it could be more or less interesting. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm a little weary that it's going to be Grand Theft Auto also with like mm. Star Wars or something. You know, like I, I don't know. It it could be really cool. Uh, I really hope they put in some sort of like two faction system so that there's like a Sith or or a Jedi like choice that you can make when you're making a character uh, mm-hmm. if they're going to do something like that. But I don't know. If, I, if it's just going to be like a story mm-hmm. uh, and not like a multiplayer thing, like it, I don't know, it could be less exciting. Uh, Here's what like ideally it would be for me is you make a game not too dissimilar to like Star Wars Jedi Knight, like what Kyle mm-hmm. Katan, like have yep. it have some shooter elements and then maybe throw in a lightsaber. Um, those games were fun back in the day, and they weren't open world per se, but they were huge worlds. Like, the levels in Jedi Knight Dark Forces 2 were massive. I would love mm-hmm. something like that. Like, just give me, like, you know, yeah, maybe set it during, like, the time of the Empire. Give me a character who's got, like, a blaster and a lightsaber, and I would be totally fine with that. I think there's people who are really nostalgic for those Dark Forces games. So something yeah. that was maybe like that, but not that exactly. Like, I don't need those characters per se, but, like, something similar to that would be fine. Um, you know, I, I don't think you want to do something that's strictly force powers and lightsabers, because we already kind of have that with Fallen Order. But I yeah. think it would be fun to have a game that's, I mean, got some at least, but maybe you can also, like, focus on blasters and stuff, too. And online, people are mentioning, like, a Bounty Hunter game would be cool. But mm-hmm. part of me, like, wonders, like, eh, what, like, do I want an uh, open world game where I'm going and collecting bounties all the time? Like, that could get old fast. So, I don't know. It's, yeah, there's a lot of directions they could go. And and does the open world mean that it's going to be, like, involving space travel? Or are you going to be able to, like, actually fly a ship in space? Or is it going to be, like, kind of like how... Uh the fallen order was where you're just like going to different planets that are like larger maps which that wasn't true open world but it had some large you know it was chunks of open like world. adjacent to open world i felt like, yeah. like it was there were some big maps there right i do feel like they could maybe like try to differentiate the franchises more by like having fallen order be your jedi franchise and then having something else be more shooter based but i don't know there's a lot of different ways that they can go 
they did say it would be story based. So I do. Mm. That's my hope that like maybe they won't do a Destiny type game, but we'll see. Yeah. Um, is there like any like dream developer you'd like to see get the Star Wars franchise at this point? Let's see. Uh, hmm. I guess it depends on the kind of game. Uh, uh, it'd be nice to get like an actual Star Wars fighting game again. I think like yeah, it's been they they had that one back in the nineties that they tried Kossi. to do yeah, which was terrible. And uh, it'd be nice to get like Capcom or someone to take like a stab at like making a fighting game with that. It'd be cool. Okay. Um, what else? Yeah, I mean, other than that, like my honestly, I would love to see Naughty Dog make a Star Wars game just because I feel there like they go. could do something like really cool with it but uh, mm-hmm. yeah probably will never happen <laughs> i would be totally fine with like some sort of like game where you can just create a character i don't know why but i just want to like create a character in the star wars world like make my own like little stupid character or whatever mm-hmm. um i, I kind of would like not like a star wars squadrons but like a game that features like space travel to some degree like mm. maybe not like squadrons level of like dogfighting, but like something where I could like take to the take to space and just like hyperspace to a different planet or something. Like No Man's Sky kind of thing, but with Star Wars. Yeah, uh, yeah, that'd be, that'd, that'd be cool. I I would love to just have like a like a open space like exploration type star wars game where you're just kind of going to different planets and doing stuff but like, uh yeah that would be tough like to massive do massive undertaking yeah. yeah yeah but yeah that, that would be something i'd love to see bring back star wars galaxies <laughs> yeah bring back star wars uh, galaxies yeah um yeah even like some sort of like rpg and i know um what do you call it uh fallen order had like some rpg elements but something that was like a little more rpg would be kind of cool too yeah like honestly if you had like square enix i know they got like flat oh my for God. avengers but yeah. like a, a square enix star wars game oh, would be great i'd be into it yeah um respawn did confirm they're working on a new ip but they also are working on a sequel to fallen order um that's worth noting like ea is still making star wars games they're just not going to be the only people making star wars games there's also a ton of rumors that they're working on a battlefront three because the voice actors from the campaign are in a studio working together. And it's like three of the voice actors from the battlefront two campaign. So Hmm. it's kind of, it's kind of making it seem like maybe they're either doing like, well, some people have said they're doing like a only like, uh, like a prequel to that campaign part of me thinks it would just be something that's included in a battlefront three. It wouldn't be like a separate thing. That's their own story. Cause I don't honestly think that story was that great to warrant its own separate thing, but right. yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm there's rumors of a battlefront three and then fall in order Two. I think, I think that's like, if EA just keeps those two games going for a while, sure. I'd be fine with that. Um, GTA six is rumored to have a playable female protagonist for the first time in franchise history. Uh, don't know if this is true or not. This is just a rumor, but I don't know. Do you think it really matters if you play as a female in GTA? I mean, it's cool to have the option to like give people who want that experience, uh, a chance to have it. Uh, I, I really don't care who I play as. I just trust that they're going to give me, uh, a character or a story that I'm going to be interested in because they haven't really let me down yet. Uh, right. Even like when I was like, oh yeah, this Nico character in GTA 4 is just okay. I mean, he wasn't my favorite one. Uh, they managed to, you know, hook me after you know playing it long enough. Like I was like, okay, just at the start was not my favorite. Uh, right. Yeah. So I, I trust I trust Rockstar to to give me a story and uh, a character that I'm going to be enveloped in and, and attached to by the time I'm like, you know, halfway through playing the game. So mm-hmm. I do wonder if like you could go the route of Assassin's Creed where like there's the one where you could choose female or male and depending on which one you chose, the other one became an antagonist. Right. So you could go that route, like have it where you could choose. And then either way, that other 
option is still somebody who's a part of that story. So you can do that too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think it's still like I I feel like with GTA Six, I'm not going to believe anything about it until I actually see like some kind of like trailer. Like I know right. it exists, you know. It feels uh, like that's so far off too. They're they're still talking about GTA Five on next gen consoles before yeah. they're going to even start mentioning anything about GTA Six uh, in in that capacity at least. Mm-hmm. But um, someday. <laughs> we were talking about both of us not really playing cyberpunk that much and apparently a lot of other people are in the same uh, place as us because the game saw a 79% drop in player base on steam huh. uh, which is pretty substantial uh, free DLC is coming early this year uh, and then also there's multiple patches announced they're obviously trying to fix the game but there's a lot of a lot of uh, crazy shit going on over there you know I don't know. I th- think we've spoken about like our experience with the game. I think mine has largely been pretty positive. Yeah. I know I can't speak for everybody, but like I've largely been enjoying it. But uh, obviously, they have to do a bunch of damage control to get this back on track. So, yeah, I think as long as you were playing it on PC, you probably at least had a you know mostly okay experience. Unless you're really trying to play it on like an older machine that has like some some hardware limitations. But mm-hmm. you know if you're if you're following their specs, it seems like it's run okay enough. Uh, obviously, it would be great to play it on a on a machine that has ray tracing. For me, uh, yes. the, our laptops don't do it, but it does. Uh, you know. Uh, I think I think once I get uh, you know a chance to upgrade my machine, uh, play it on my PC with a uh, ray tracing card, it'll be like amazing. But yeah, mm-hmm. it, I, don't, it... I don't. I haven't had any of the bugs that like some people are having, where like oh, things yeah. are crashing and T poses and all that stuff. I haven't run into any of that. Like I've had a couple weird times here and there where it's like, oh, something happened. I have to like restart the game because the mission got all kind of janky but uh mm-hmm. hasn't been a ton of that like maybe once yeah um i know like for me it, it's funny like i i don't haven't been playing the game not because of bugs but just because like i was just doing weird stuff like collecting a bunch of cars and then i just got distracted with other stuff but yep. i do want to get back to it but it's not because it's the just... game's bad no yeah i think my thing is like it's so massive for me those sorts of games i can't always just like go full full speed in i have to like kind of like take a little break here and there because it's just Mm -hmm. otherwise you just get overwhelmed with like choice i guess is the the issue because there's just so many side things to do in that game that that's all i've been doing i just do side shit like i don't do the main story quest because i'm like oh there's this side quest here what is it oh let me find out and then i'll spend you know 30 minutes just trying to figure out how to enter a door without alerting guards like what's the easiest way to do this yeah (laughs) for for some side shit and it's like uh yeah i don't know i i don't mind doing that so no just gonna take me a while to finish the game i've been having fun just like making people kill themselves or blow themselves up with that Yeah. (laughs) yeah it's good stuff um pokemon snap we have a release date i want to check that i actually have the release date correctly I feel like I just sort of eyeballed it. I want to say it's coming November or um, April 28th, but I just want to double check. Oh, April 30th. Okay. So April 30th. We're getting Pokemon Snap for Switch. I'm kind of excited for this. That's like way faster than I thought it was going to be. I don't know why I thought it was like way farther off. Well, because they had like their first reveal like late last year. So, yeah, I uh, yeah, Pokemon Snap. I'm excited for this. I I like. Well, I mean, I like the Pokemon games, but I like also do like Pokemon Snap was fun, and so I'm kind of excited to get back into this. Um, we'll see where it goes. Uh, and then final bit of news this week: there's a Resident Evil show key, showcase on January 21st. So. What's interesting about this is they confirmed they're going to be talking about Resident Evil Village, but they also said they're going to be talking about some other surprises, which to yeah. me says they're going to talk about the Resident Evil 4 remake, possibly. That was... I hope so, yeah. Like, there was that leak from Capcom that mentioned that they were working on that. That's coming next year. I think now is the time that you reveal that. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, just even like a teaser would be enough to get people hype about it. Um, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I'm. I will. That's what I'm hoping it is. I obviously like it could just be like something stupid. Like you know, here's the thing with Capcom. They could like be like, it's a surprise. Oh, we're putting a Mega Man skin in for Resident Evil Seven or something, or Resident Evil Village or something like. It could be something like that too. So who knows? I don't want to get my hopes up too much, but we <laughs> kind of, well, I'm feeling confident that this Resident Evil 4 remake is coming. And so hopefully we get uh, confirmation on that. Um, Cause that's a game that I want. I tried replaying it a little bit and I can tell it's aged, not in a good way in a lot of ways. So I think a remake yeah. could be quite good to play through. So, um, yeah, and then obviously Resident Evil Village, that's coming this year. Uh, we'll get some more information on that. Is that a game that you're excited for? I really, really, really liked Resident Evil Seven. Like I, I thought mm. that their move to first person was exceptionally well done, considering that that's a series that's you know always been third person, uh, less focus on actual combat and more on just you know puzzle solving and moving uh so like i thought they did a really good job of making it feel like a resident evil game uh and still being able to do like a lot of first person stuff that uh you know they did Uh, it it was really good uh so i'm excited Mm -hmm. to see where they take that that next uh step in that story and Mm -hmm. uh yeah i don't know It, it should be really exciting to see it yeah i i'm a little more in the camp i prefer the third person games but I mean, Resident Evil 7 was really good. Yeah. Uh, there was some fun DLC for that, too, from what I remember. So I still want to play 7 in a VR headset. I haven't gotten a chance to do that. So well, that would be kind of fun. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, um, but also the thing with Resident Evil 7, too, is like the house was good, but I'm glad that they're breaking out of that and trying a new setting. So yeah, be good. Yeah. But uh, yeah, hopefully we, we get this... Resident Evil 4, like even like some early footage would be just fantastic. So, okay, let's get on to some reviews. Um, I'll go first because I got some new releases here. The biggest one that is also the biggest disappointment is Super Meat Boy <laughs> Forever. Uh, yeah, um, I got a copy for Nintendo Switch and I booted it up and I was, the funny thing is like I pressed down on my, or I pressed, you know, uh, to like the right on my D pad or whatever and I started moving and then I stopped to like time a jump and then I kept on going and I'm like, is this an auto runner? And so I booted it up or it like loaded me up again after I died and then I tried again and I didn't like press any button and I realized I kept running. I'm like, this is a fucking auto runner. And I didn't realize it. Like I just, nothing about the game told me this was an auto runner and I immediately got pissed off and it, it's disappointing for a number of reasons. One is the a game like super meat boy is really predicated on the idea of timing your jumps and being mm-hmm. responsive and having control over your movement. Like that's like the gist of the game. If you have a hard time controlling your movements, it's going to make those levels extremely difficult. So, um, oh, when you have to like when you have to like turn direction, do you have to like do like a wall jump or some bullshit? Is that yes. how they're doing it? Oh yeah. my fucking god, no thank you. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's it sounds awful. It is like <laughs> there was like some moments that like I had to like turn around and it was like so difficult to do and I'm like, "Why did you do this? This is such an awful decision." And there's some other stuff too that kind of irks me. Like part of the fun of Super Meat Boy, whenever you beat a level, is you could see like all the other iterations of your attempts. So like mm-hmm. it would show like all the different Meat Boys and show how they all died. They don't right. have that in this. Oh, so like, whack. yeah, it just shows a replay of your of the attempt that was successful, but doesn't show all the other Meat Boys running alongside you. And I'm like, it's such a small thing, but that was like such a fun little style choice from the first game. That. They completely abandoned for this. Um, 
The levels themselves are still difficult and I'd like it, but the problem is, is yeah, because it's an auto runner and they take away a lot of your freedom of movement, it makes them more difficult than they need to be and it gets very frustrating very quickly. Um, I'm going to just say right now, I'm pretty disappointed by this, just in general. Like, I wish there was maybe a little bit more put into just trying to make this as, you know, Super Meat Boy as possible. And they made some decisions that I just don't agree with. Um, it's pretty bad. I'm going to give this like a 6 out of 10. I'll say at least it's like there's some competency there, but like it's tough. I don't know if many people are going to really enjoy playing this. Um, That's disappointing. That's really disappointing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the other game is Scott Pilgrim versus the World, which they've re-released on modern consoles as well as on PC. I was playing on PC. Um, the main issue I have with this is there's no checkpoints. And there was many times I got like to the end boss of a level and... I would just die and have to go all the way back to the beginning of the level. And it got very frustrating. And I understand like maybe that's how arcade games were back in the day. But like for the love of God, just put in a checkpoint system just so I don't have to go and like go through that. You know what? Maybe make it an option. Maybe make it so that people can turn off checkpoints if they don't want them. But I wanted mm -hmm. checkpoints and I got pretty frustrated that like I had to go and redo levels every single time. So, yeah. Still a really solid game, uh, aside from that. Um, and they added in, like, a bunch of playable characters. And obviously, it's like, the game is based on, like, playing co-op and stuff. So, I'll still give it, like, an 8 out of 10, but I really wish they put in some checkpoints. So. They have, like, lives in that game? Is that how they do it? Like, you have, like, yes. five lives to beat a level? Okay, gotcha. Yeah. And the thing is, too, is, like, when you lose a life, I've noticed there's a way you can, like, sort of keep that life if you tap the button. Yeah. So, like, if you have, like, three lives and you get down to zero health, instead of losing that life, you can, like, tap the button and recover some health so you don't lose that third life and go down to two. So that's something. Like, I kind of remember something like that. I don't remember exactly how it worked, but, yeah, now that you're saying that, I do remember that being a mechanic. But I just, yeah, I was really pissed off, like... The first time it happened to me, I was playing through the first level and I got to the first boss of the game mm -hmm. and I lost and then it just put me right back at the beginning and I got so frustrated. I just like turned off the game. I'm like, I'm done. I went <sighs> back and played it some more and obviously, but like, it was just like, <sighs> this is just not what I wanted. So. Was there RPG elements to that game? I can't remember. Like, can you level up? You'd level up, right? Yeah. 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 Okay. There's, like, some, like, stuff you can buy, like, the bionic arm and stuff like that. But it's also really expensive, and it's really hard to maintain money in that game. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Um, played some Cyberpunk. That was mostly just me collecting cars. <laughs> I, I just got really into, like, the car missions of that game where people would be like, go collect this car. And I was saving up a bunch of money, and then I would just go and, like, buy the car. And I got one that it was kind of like a weird one because uh it's in a cave and it doesn't appear until after you do a mission but after the mission you can go into the cave and it's like a black like it's a really fast car it almost kind of reminds you of the batmobile from batman and i kind of remember seeing someone i think that's the easter egg car that i think i saw or someone yeah. showed how to get that car because it's super fast uh yeah, I know which one you're talking about. So that one's one of my favorites. I also have a few like motorbikes. I don't know. I just really got into collecting cars in that game. So now, if I give a mission, I can be like, I've got 20 cars to choose from. So, so when you when you have, I've only ever gotten the first car. Like I haven't gotten any yet other ones yet. Uh, do you like when you call your car? Does it just give you the option to pick which one you're calling? Yes. Out of like a list. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Okay. So it's kind of fun. Like I don't know. I just for some weird dysfunctional reason that i just wanted to have a choice of cars so like if i'm going into the badlands i'm like okay let's get like one that's got some all-terrain kind of functionality to it mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. the bikes are good too and yeah so i haven't done much story stuff i also tried to unlock some more cyberware so um i found like there's like a trank dart you can get that's <laughs> like pretty cool although maybe it's a bug 
but when you fire the trank dart, it looks like a missile. And it looks like it explodes, but then it causes the person to pass out. So it's not a true missile. So <laughs> it is a trank dart, but it's not a trank dart. So, yeah. Part of why this game is just a real buggy mess right now. Um, Yeah, so... No, I uh, just was working on a bunch of that. There's also like this weird like whip thing that you can get too for your right. cyberware. Uh, that one's a lot of fun. That one you can just go in and just start like messing people up and it just cuts them up into like little teeny tiny bits. So, yeah. Uh, played some Battlefront 2. The funny thing is I stopped playing because the player base dropped significantly. There was just not enough people to play the game with. But... When um, the game sort of got put on Epic Game Store, there was like a ton of new players, so I booted it back up. And now, like, the player base is huge. You can play, like, with a ton of people again. So, um, yeah, that's been fun. Uh, also been playing some Spider-Man on PS4. I was just playing it because I was like, ah, I just kind of want to, like, play some more of this game. I was trying to 100% all the districts, and I looked at my trophies and then i realized i only had like five trophies left most of them were relegated to like getting doing all of a certain kind of mission or getting the 100 percent for all the districts so that was easy to do and then the last couple that i had to do were pay respects to uncle ben's grave and then there was one for like completing all the uh jobs at the lab so I did all those. And I was like, okay, I finally have a trophy, like a platinum trophy. So I was like, okay, this is pretty cool. This is what it feels like to get one of these. I'm just not a trophy person. I don't honestly care most of the time, but I was so close and I just decided to go for it. So there was that. Um, I did get the Mega Man X collection on PC. So that was pretty cool. Uh, it was pretty cheap on the Steam sale. And I just, I don't know, part of me was like, I want to play some of these X games. So I played through the first Mega Man X, then X2, X3, and up to X4. I started playing X5 and I just stopped. But uh, those games were fun. Uh, pretty good games if you haven't played them. Mega Man X, the first one is like, I'm replaying it and I'm like, this game is so good. Like, yes. I sometimes forget how good it is. So. Yeah, that game holds up pretty well. Mm -hmm. uh, I was playing some Mortal Kombat 11. Uh, had some friends that were, you know, couldn't play necessarily, um, you know, in the same room. But the thing I realized was Mortal Kombat, you can play on Steam through remote play. So I was playing with some people remote play. And we were just playing online through that. So that was pretty cool. So nice. did, did you get the, uh, the Combat Pack 2 uh, characters, the new ones? Uh, so I, here's the thing with that. It was so weird. So they had a steam sale and they had all of the DLC on sale mm -hmm. and I did the math and I got the, if I get the individual ones, it would have cost me like 60 or 70 bucks for like all of them. But if I got the, there was like a pack that had the core game plus all those DLCs. And it was cheaper. It was like $50. But the thing is, I already own the core game. So I was like, <laughs> can I, I, I tried to figure out, like, can I gift this? Can I do something with this? Ends up, no. Like, if you buy, like, a, another copy of that, you're basically SOL. It's basically lost. So, so dumb. <laughs> yeah. I kind of wish, like, Steam had, like, more of a system. Like, if that was the case, I could, like, gift that to somebody or, like, do something with it. But instead it was like no you just listen and i mean i ended up buying it because it was a better deal anyways but right part of me was like it was nagging me i'm like why can't i do that so, like something with that copy of mortal kombat 11 that i couldn't use so anyways that was, steam might want to maybe improve on that somewhat but uh played some among us uh it was really cheap on the sale it was like two dollars and fifty cents so i finally caved into among us which has become such a meme at this point but I gotta say it's pretty fun. It's simple, but it's also one of those games where, like, I don't know, just playing was a was pretty fun. I also it's really easy in that game to piss people off. Cause, oh yeah, 
Obviously, yes. it's a game about manipulating others or like something like that. But like, you know, some people get take it really personally, and it was kind of uh-huh. funny. Like playing with these, these like two kids, and uh, I was the imposter, and like I killed a bunch of people. And then he like was like, "Hey, you know, this guy did it," and then I was I kept being like. Well, be pr- it's pretty suspicious that you just call me out right away. Almost like you're the, you're the imposter. And uh-huh. I kept like flipped it around on him. So everyone started thinking he was the imposter. And he just got so mad. He's like, I'm not the fucking imposter. What? Else? He got so mad. Uh, I like, I really enjoy the game, but it's, it's, uh, it's tough in the way that in a way I, I kind of feel like, yeah, you, there's going to be some broken friendships possible yeah <laughs> that game is definitely more fun playing it with people that you know uh, uh than yeah. just playing with random people because <laughs> it, it is all about just like yeah uh this person probably won't talk to me for a week because i was just making them look like a piece of shit on among <laughs> us uh, <laughs> yeah it's a lot of fun yeah the only thing that really sucks about that game is the match there's no matchmaking so you have to like go in old school and like find a lobby it's yeah. annoying uh, and a lot of times I would try to join and it was like, said there was like six out of 10 people and it was like, no, it's full. I'm like, oh, it's mm. th- that needed, that needs to be fixed. Like you've got enough money now. Just put some matchmaking in, please. Um, I played some Halo, the Master Chief Collection, mostly played Halo 2 multiplayer, but played a few others. Uh, I still believe that in terms of like remakes and collections, that's probably the best one uh in terms of like value they've added so many games to that like it's insane um i wonder if they're ever going to add halo 5 to that collection i feel like they could i mean they totally need to because otherwise like they're just like it's the one game you can't play on pc still and it will be like they're putting halo 6 on uh whatever the hell's what is it called legacy legend i don't remember the hell the new one's called uh but yeah whatever the new halo game is called like they're putting that on pc so like you'll be able to play one through four and then six and then you just miss out on five i guess if they don't do that i feel like they'll put it up eventually but maybe seems like they should six's release date maybe yeah but now i still think like if, if you are a pc gamer or you've got xbox game pass like you can't beat that game in terms of core value it's so much fun uh and the games still hold up like the only one I'm not a big fan of is Halo 4. I know uh, Dennis was really into it. I still think Halo 4 is just not a good game. But, yeah. Uh, been replaying the Halo or Diablo games. Sorry. And uh, was playing through Diablo 1 and 2. And then I got to Diablo 3. Uh, playing as a necromancer. Uh, nice. A lot of fun. Um, yeah, I... I, here's the thing. I've kind of grown to love Diablo 3 the most out of the three games. I thought... I, Di- I thought... I, sorry. I, no. I think uh, I I also would probably agree with you there. Uh, because I, I, I'm a big Diablo 2 fan. But I think I've put more time in Diablo 3 than any of the other ones. 100%. Like, Diablo 2 is good. But it doesn't feel as expansive or like there's there's way more content on the other one uh diablo 3 i i do i do think the graphics on diablo 3 what hold it back for me but i i think other than that i'm so excited for diablo 4 like i was watching some gameplay over the break because they had that gameplay they put out when they first announced it Mm -hmm. (sighs) i want that game so badly i really hope that comes out this year i really too me too um and then finally Baldur's Gate 3 that's a game I just load up for some fun uh I was most I made they put out a new patch so all of my save files from the other ones got like nulled so I had to start some new ones um I played through as a thief which I thought was pretty cool that was pretty fun and then I also played as a Beastmaster. I think like when the game fully comes out, I really want to explore Beastmaster some more because I have a lot of fun just summoning like a giant venomous spider to attack my enemies. <laughs> right. It's something like with Diablo or Baldur's Gate, like those kinds of games, I love having minions that I could summon. So mm-hmm. I don't know, having like a spider or a bear, 
Um, I know in D&D 5e, like, it gets pretty crazy. Like, eventually you can, like, summon, like, a winged serpent and stuff like that. Like, that's... I'm hoping that Baldur's Gate 3 gets to that at a certain point. I know there's another D&D type game coming out soon that I'm... I was reading up on. Uh, I want to look it up, but... Yeah, it's... Uh, I'm kind of into these D&D video games, so... Very nice. Uh, Dark Alliance, that's the new one that's coming out. Oh, shit, really? Yeah. Yeah. Man. Okay. Yeah, Dungeons & Dragons Dark Alliance. That's coming out this year sometime. So Wasn't that the original subtitle for Baldur's? Like, one of the Baldur's Gate games? Baldur's Gate Dark Alliance? Wasn't there was that... a Dark Alliance game like that came out like back in the 2000s, I think. But yeah. Yeah. This is... Uh... That could be good. <laughs> yeah. Third person role playing game. Yeah. I I'm it's coming out on PC uh fall PC and consoles fall of twenty twenty. So or I guess it was, but it got changed to twenty twenty one. So we don't know when it's coming out, but I don't know, playing Baldur's Gate three, I kinda wanna play this now. I'm like, Ugh. Oh man. I uh <laughs> yeah. We'll see. I I was um looking at some previews for it and apparently it's got like four player couch co-op and stuff like that so yeah definitely would Very recommend nice. i don't know if like D is kind of hard to play sometimes i know you play D and i've played on occasions mm -hmm. um i think those games like that can be hard to play with a group so i kind of like that like Baldur's gate and dark alliance are there like if i want that D, &D experience and i don't want to get like five people together or six people together i can just like that game up i get the similar experience somewhat so yeah it's nice if you don't want to have to like you know either write a campaign for people to play or have someone else run it you know uh, mm -hmm. you could just get into a, a pre-made world and and play with the same rules it's usually a pretty good time the only thing is i haven't played uh Baldur's gate 3 with any multiplayer yet i kind of want to try that out uh i mean i have it if you want to give it a shot we could we, we, could we should it. yeah yeah i i don't know how that experience is like i don't know if you can play like if you play with your own pre-made characters or if like somebody else just goes in and plays as one of like the party members so. i think that's how it works um i don't i know like at least the person who's hosting definitely can use their own character and i think the other player has to use a another party member. I think that's what I remember reading, but it might might have changed since then. So. Yeah, okay, I'm reading up on it. It says, yeah, you play this like an NBC. So that's I kind of want to try that out. Maybe we'll yeah. we'll get to play next. Yeah, Baldur's Gate three, a lot of fun. So cool. What have you been playing lately? Uh, so yeah, like you, I've also been playing a little bit of Cyberpunk, but not as much as I thought I would. Um, so yeah, I mean, I also just kind of haven't found that, uh, I don't know, like, I, I had, it's not that I don't want to play it, it's just that it's, it's so much in that game that I just feel like I, I should be uh, taking breaks here and there. And I, I also am kind of waiting for them to release a couple patches to see, uh, you know, how, how many fixes they get in, how many improvements they make, and then play the game once it's in its more completed state. Um but yeah, I mean, it's still very fun to me, and I'm still enjoying it. I just, uh, I'm not in a huge rush to beat it. I guess is what I'm, what I'm saying. So, mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, it's it still holds up to me, and it's still uh, uh, having fun with it. Uh, so yeah, so like I also said, I I got the PS5, which is probably the biggest reason why I haven't played as much Cyberpunk, uh, mm -hmm. because I've just been messing around with stuff on the PS5. Um, the system overall is uh, pretty good. I think there's a lot of work to be done with the the user experience stuff. Mm -hmm. Like, it's a little bit of a step back from like the PS4 in terms of like how you get around the console. But it, there are some nice things. Like, you don't have the um, the store is no longer like a separate thing you have to launch. Like, it's just kind of built into the UI now. So, like, if you want to buy a game, you just do a search for a game, and it takes you to the page for the game, and you can just buy it without having to go load oh, up nice. a store. Uh, yeah, wait for the store to load up, then, you know, go into the page for the game and find it in, like, a category. And So it's, it's kind of cool in that regard. Um, 
let's see what else they they have some odd choices on how they make parties in the ps5 like i don't know if you've been playing ps4 at all recently but they did make some changes on ps4 parties where mm-hmm. it's like a little bit weird now where you have to like start a group anytime you want to have a party and i'm guessing that's because of the way they changed it for ps5 uh, where you can kind of just enter these chats uh with people and it just treats it all as like this group thing it's kind of odd i don't know like i don't love it and it's just taking me a little while to get used to it so mm-hmm. i think uh i think there's a little bit of room to improve some of those things and the way they message it and the way they they cause everything's just kind of hard to find uh there's no way to sort your your library right now and or not your library your library is fine but your your like home bar you know how like in playstation 4 you can like say like okay here are all my games. I put them into folders, and then I can go find stuff. Like you can't do any of that stuff yet on PS5. Um, but uh, yeah, it, it, overall, like the system is just feels kind of early on. Um, like it needs some some love in the UI department. Um, but yeah, as far as like the actual games go, uh, I played the pack-in game that comes with the PS5. is called Astro's Playroom. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's a pretty good free game to be honest. Like it's a, it's like a platformer, kind of like a super Mario, you know, uh, 64 super Mario Odyssey kind of style game where you are just running around collecting things. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, there's nothing really exceptional in like the fact that you're, all you're doing is like, it's a collectathon. You're finding like however many pieces of, uh, PlayStation, artifacts that you 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 can't so basically they it's an excuse for sony to go and walk through the history of playstation so here's all the controllers from all the old consoles and here's all the games and here's some nice little easter eggs here and there about uh you know games that they've put out on playstation so they have like these little characters playing out all these different scenes from games while you're running through these levels like oh there's aloy uh from you know horizon zero dawn just hanging out in this level it's kind of cool little thing to see these little characters doing these little vignettes Mm -hmm. um but really the game is just like an excuse for them to show off this this uh dual sense controller technology that they have okay um so so they have like four areas that you can go to and they're based on the different parts of the ps5 but uh you know whatever they have a gpu level a uh cooling fan level a uh, what are the other two? There's like a memory one and some other one. Like so, there's, they're just based on like the the PS5's like uh, attributes and like like that's all fine. But like I was saying, that the the biggest draw for the game is that they've done a lot of work to make the the Dual Sense controller the star uh, with the different haptic uh, feedback stuff that they've put on it. So like as you're running around, like each footstep you can feel it in the controller as you're running uh and they do a lot of things like where the triggers are are um have like resistance built into it based on the things that you're doing so if you're if you're you know firing a slingshot you can feel the tension in the trigger as you're pulling it back and then it kind of snaps as you like hit a certain point it's really really something that i feel like you have to experience to truly appreciate Okay. Uh, and I think that's the reason that they they did it is is to kind of give it um, like a, a place to highlight all these cool things that this new controller can do. Uh, so yeah, I think I finished the game in like maybe like four, five hours or something like that. But okay. obviously it's free, um, and it's uh, it's pretty fun. So I'd say I I give it like a solid nine out of ten. Honestly, uh, even if it's a little short, it was it was fun to just go through and collect all these things and see all these like cool things that they're doing with sound and vibration with the new controller. Uh, so yeah. Okay. Uh, what else have I been playing? Uh, so the other things I've been playing, uh, Man Eater on PS5. Also, uh, nice. it was the the freebie game on PlayStation Plus for PS5 this month. Um, basically, if you uh, can just picture an open world shark game where you're just eating people and uh, leveling up and getting bigger and eating bigger things. That's pretty much all you do in that game. Uh, it's got like a little bit of a GTA style like wanted thing going on. So if you mm. eat enough, eat enough uh, people, eventually you'll get some shark hunters called on you, and then you have to like evade them or eat them or whatever. Uh, and uh, there's levels of 
infamy that you gain as you get more and more people eaten and then you fight um various uh, other shark hunter boss type characters uh for every like level of infamy that you go up and then there's also like a story that's going on through there but yeah really it's another like open world collectathon thing where it's like go through the world and find all these like uh license plates and find all these um like points of interest and other things and and then you'll get like these uh materials that you can use to like level up your shark and then you'll get some evolution upgrades you can get to like make your shark more uh tanky or more like speedy or uh get some better attack or something like that so you can kind of play around with how you want your shark to uh build it's kind of got some rpg elements to it in that regard uh, but yeah, it's, it's pretty fun. Uh, I think it's a little short and it's a little quick. Uh, I think, like I said uh, before the show, I, I platinumed it in about 12 hours. Um, and that's like 100% everything, finding all the secrets and, and getting all the the extra infamy bosses done and all that stuff. So okay, uh, yeah, if you're getting it for free, it's definitely worth it. If you're paying for it, I mean, it's probably... I don't even think it's a full price game anyways. I think it was like a $40 game to begin with. Uh, so if you're paying for it, you know, get it on sale probably. Uh, but yeah, I did enjoy it. I think I'd give it an 8 out of 10 as far as uh, the game goes. Um, I just wish there was a little bit more variety in what you do in the game because I think it got a little tedious towards the end. But uh, for the most part, it's pretty enjoyable. And if you're not playing it to get a platinum, it's probably more fun because you won't be like sitting there like I was scouring the map for, you know, an hour trying to look for one stupid uh, collectible and then uh, going back and doing that, you know, in every single zone until you finish the game. Uh, okay. Yeah, it was pretty good. Nice. Um, see what else uh i also played uh i picked up black ops cold war on ps5 uh just because i have some other uh, buddies that were picking it up nice um i think the ray tracing that they do on the ps5 is uh exceptionally good looking in this game uh it's something nice. that's like i didn't get to see it on the on the acer predator but you know it it ran great on the Acer anyways, but now on the PS5, you get to see kind of what they did with the ray tracing um, since I didn't have that option before. It's like the reflections is really what is, is the most uh, striking. Like the reflections, the lighting that they use. Uh, is that mostly in really single good. player or is that multiplayer as well? Uh, I mean, they do have it on in multiplayer, but I think it's something that it... It isn't really as helpful in in there because in the single player you're like oh here's this character they're showing them close and you can see all these like oh reflections in their sunglasses and everything in multiplayer like i am not really looking at that i am looking to find where these people are so that i can shoot them so i don't yeah. really appreciate it as much i guess at that point mm -hmm. the the uh the one disappointing thing is that uh the multiplayer on ps5 is supposed to be able to be 120 hertz um which is 120 frames a second. Um, unfortunately, I guess my TV does not have a mode where I can run it at 4K 120. So, like, I'm sitting here at 60 frames a second. But it, do it does mostly run uh, pretty well, even with the ray tracing turned on. Uh, it's, it's still pretty pretty solid frame rate. I think I've had a couple times where it's dipped. Uh, but for the most part, it's, uh, it's running at 4K with ray tracing at uh, 60 frames a second, which is pretty nice. Mm -hmm. um but the i think the the most impressive difference i think and this is a stupid thing uh like i was talking about before about the controller on the ps5 like the the different guns have like different trigger resistances uh mm. with with the triggers so like if you're firing like the mp5 like it's got a different point at which the trigger you know fires a bullet than if you were firing like an m16 so it kind of gives you this like really like tactile like difference in like i'm holding a different gun um i found that it was like pretty cool just to experience like oh i picked up this gun and now like it feels like a different gun when i shoot it rather than just looking you know on screen so uh, it's mm -hmm. a cool little thing that they added uh, but yeah that game still is a lot of fun and uh, i'm playing through now uh trying to get through my season pass because i picked that up uh, with some points that i had from modern warfare nice uh, so yeah, it, I'm digging it. It's 
again, probably nine out of 10 for me on PS5. I already loved it on PC and uh, probably just keep jumping between the two as I'm leveling up my pass. Um, Nice. Yeah, uh, let's see. So I also picked up Destiny 2 because they were given a free upgrade for that if you had it on PS4. Uh, The biggest difference is that now it's running at 60 frames a second and 4K. It looks gorgeous. It runs great. Uh, There's really nothing else I have to say about it at this point because I've played Destiny 2 to death, uh, and it's just more of that. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, it's really really good to see it now, like running at speeds at like, you know, the PC players have been able to get 60 frames a second for a couple of years now, and I've been sitting here on PS4 playing at 30 FPS. Uh, seeing it at 60 FPS is nice. Um, and yeah, then the last thing I guess I've been playing is I finally got the Resident Evil 3 remake. Uh, and I, yeah, I, I started it and I got like a couple hours into it, and I've just. I need to go back to it and finish it, but I feel like it is super easy. Like, yeah, it's not. I don't know why is it so easy. Like, I don't remember that game being easy at all, and like, I just haven't really had any issues with difficulty in it. So I've just been kind of like, eh. Um, yeah. No, hundred percent disappointing. Like, I, I think there's difficulty in the game, and I think I had it set to like high or something like that. But maybe I'm not even remembering that right. It just feels like it should be harder than it is, like based on my memory and what I was expecting based on Resident Evil 2. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like, I think no. there's still, I'm still going to play through it. Right. Uh, but it's just kind of like, it's not really grabbing me as much just because it feels such like such a walk in the park to like, like the Nemesis one has not been in it as much as I expected him to be uh, no. based on my memory of that game. Like, I, I feel like when I played it on PS1 back in the day, he was constantly fo- following me. Yeah. Uh, and in this one, I think I've only ran into him twice so far, and it was, like, pre-scripted places. So, like, it wasn't even like, oh, he's just chasing me now. Um, also, it's, like, pretty easy in that game. Like, he has a very clear weak spot on his chest. Yes! And it's <laughs> yes. like okay, I guess I'm going to shoot this thing. And then he just falls runs off and yeah. a little chest falls to the ground. You're like, oh, okay. Yeah. That was yeah. easy. Uh, and wait till you realize how long the game is because I don't well, know how many hours you've been it, putting into it. but I've probably put like two to three hours in it already. But I, from my memory, I'm pretty like getting like close to halfway or something like that. Maybe okay. it feels it feels like I'm pretty far into it from like what i recall uh, okay but yeah like it it doesn't feel like it's as long as i remember it being for some reason and it the opening is a little different than i remember too um, yeah but yeah are i mean i understand the... they have to make those changes are you playing it on the ps5 or are you playing it on the acer predator uh i was playing it on the ps4 because i had gotten it before i got the ps5 but i i do i'm sure it'll run on the ps5 just fine yeah um, yeah, I was I curious. Had a chance to try it. Yeah, but yeah, it it, it runs fine. It's just uh, I don't know something about it just isn't grabbing me as much as the the, the second one did. Mm, that's unfortunate. So yeah, I think I'd probably only give it like a seven, six and a half out of ten right now, just because I'm just not feeling it. Uh, maybe mm. it'll get better. Uh, I do still want to try out the multiplayer stuff that they threw in there just because I think that it could be kind of fun to check it out. Um, but maybe that'll also be disappointing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think I played the multiplayer like a few times and that was like for me, but you know, you might dig it, but it's, yeah, there's a, there's a lot going on in that, but I, I, yeah, I'm, I think the Resident Evil 2 remake was like near perfect. Um, the Resident Evil 3 remake is okay. I'm really hoping Resident Evil 4 just like knocks it out of the park. Like, yeah, I, I Resident Evil 4 is my favorite in the series for sure. Um, and if if they don't do it a good uh, remake, I'm gonna be really disappointed. <laughs> I just remember when Resident Evil 4 came out, it was such a weird jarring shift to see like Leon go from like rookie cop to being like hardened undercover yeah agent. like yeah so i'm hoping they flesh that out 
in the remake? Like, how does he go from point A to point B? But yeah, no, I I think the the nice thing I I would say about the Resident Evil Three remake is it looks gorgeous. Like, oh yeah, like it's, it's a great looking game. Yeah, like graphically, like I think it must it's probably up there in terms of like games from last year. They're like just drop dead gorgeous so yeah the lighting in that game is exceptionally well done mm -hmm. uh just because they use the darkness really well um it's just yeah it's disappointing that it's not as fun as it looks good if yeah. makes sense. <laughs> unfortunately yeah. yeah cool anything else you've been playing or that's uh awesome? yeah a couple other things but i'll wait to talk about them because i feel like uh I, I don't have enough time in them yet so yeah. gotcha Cool. Well, that's it for first episode of 2021. Hopefully Dennis will be back next time. I know. I hope he's okay. So nothing weird happened or something. He's just missing. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> so, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking he probably just forgot we were recording today. Probably. It's It's been a while. So yeah, it's very possible. That's all it was. <laughs> so. Cool. Well, until next time, everybody. Bye for now. <laughs>